the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Well, it's Friday. Isn't it nice? Sun's shining. Yesterday was super warm. It's still winter. But all those things together, happy Friday to you, right? Happy Friday. Happy weekend, John. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm excited about it. Are you? I took uh, a couple um, balls of pizza dough out of the freezer before I left for work. You're making homemade pizza? Going to do that tonight. When you come home? Mm-hmm. How's that work? Well, not all that well, because I don't know what I'm doing. What do you mean? You don't, the... Well, here's the thing. You know how you go into a pizzeria and they're throwing the dough around sure, and sure. everything? Mm-hmm. They know how to do I don't know how to do that. It's not that hard. I mean, it, it, it would take a little trial and error. I've done it. I made my living for a while. I was a, a pizza thrower. It's well, a maybe you could come over sometime, because I don't really know what I'm doing. It's been 40 years. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Longer than Lexi. Yeah, longer. I was thinking about Lexi. So we've been doing the show 17 years. That would mean Lexi was six. Yeah, that's right. Mm -hmm. I haven't been doing it 17 years. 15. Okay. (laughs) That's what I'm saying to you. All right. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so the pizza thing. No, it's not. Okay. The pizza thing, I'm sure. I mean, I'm not saying that I couldn't learn it. I'm just saying that I haven't. And so I'm just, you know, I don't know any of the tricks of the trade. But you're good friends with a pizza guy. Right? You go there. They know you. Hey, Kath. I haven't been there. You know why? Because they're closed on Sundays. Oh. And that was the day we were always there. Well, so maybe I you don't... just pull in there on like a, a Tuesday night. And say, hey, I need a tip. I need a little a little lesson. Yeah. That's all. Is that all? Yeah. It's not that really. It's... Well, I'm not going to have that lesson by tonight. So just think of me at around 7.15. So what are you 7. doing? You using so a rolling I stretch pin? It. No. No. I stretch it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, I I let gravity take over, you know knuckles. what I mean? And then I roll it in my knuckles. Yeah. And you know that's about all I know how so to do. So it doesn't get real big. Here's my problem. The transfer from the pizza peel to the pizza stone. That's that's rough. Wait, wait. What's this peel the peel to the you stone? You know the, the thing, the pizza peel. You know the thing with the handle on it. You mean uh, when it's done or when no. you're, oh, you're putting it in? Yes, when you're putting it in. So you've you've arranged it. You've got all of your toppings, your cheese, etc. You're not doing the angle? It's it 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 sticks. Oh, so then it gets misshapen right. and, and it's mm, lumpy and weird. Very complex. <laughs> they I make two... it look very easy, but yeah. in reality, it isn't. Two words: frozen pizza. I'm telling you, I don't eat frozen I am pizza. Telling you, I don't eat it. You it's know why? Of... Because it never tastes good. It, it's no, in a it pinch. Doesn't. It's in a pinch. It, it doesn't. You, I, I mean, it'd be better to put potato or uh, mm. like pizza sauce on an English muffin. Lex, arbitrator, yes or no? Frozen. <laughs> Give it up, lady. Come on. No, no, she's right. Oh, come, no, 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 wait. You, but no, no, tell me. Don't tell. There's the. I love it's her. It's the butt. Wait, it's the butt here that is the bridge. However, they, I, I, however, is the butt. It, it's never as good as the. Um, of course as not. Like from getting it from a pizza place. However, it's cheap and it's easy. 
And you're good to go. And you're good to go. It fills the gullet. No way. That's all it is. It's no barely way. sustenance. Listen, it's fine. It, it's filled with preservatives. That too. Yes. For sure. It's filled so with So is your gum. So is, you know, whatever. But when I'm struggling with my pizza dough tonight, I'm not at least going to have preservatives. <laughs> I'm, it might not be good, yeah. and it's going to look really weird. I guarantee you there's preservatives but, in something you put in that pizza. You think? Pro- pro- are you going to put pepperoni on there? Yeah. Probably. Okay. Just Fine, saying. John. Bring me down. Pizza buzzkill here at four to, four to six. On the... Is it too early for me to tell you, John? Tell me what. Your weekend oh, has begun. fabulous. Yay. Hallelujah. Thank you, oh, sir. the fan is back. Thank you, indeed. Yes, it is uh, eight minutes past the four o'clock hour on Friday, the 24th of February. Mm-hmm. Truly all is right and well in this corner of the world, is it not? Now, a lot of other corners of the world, not so much. One year anniversary. Yep. All right. Without further ado, please, the news stories of the day, give us the top four at four. For Friday, mm-hmm. February 24th, 2023, number one, John, as you said, the one-year anniversary of Russia's invasion of Ukraine. Today, are you ready for this? Tell me. Former Russian President Dmitry Medvedev said that the only way for Moscow to ensure a lasting peace with Ukraine is to push back the borders of hostile states as far as possible, even if that means the frontiers of NATO member Poland. So they're going to go into Poland now. They're coming in. If that happens... Seriously? I, I, that's not... Medvedev, who's now deputy chairman of Russia's Security Council, and I'm reading here from U.S. News & World Report today, made the comments in a message on his Telegram account. Um, Ukraine, of course, says it's defending itself against an unprovoked attack. I think we all saw that happen uh, a year ago. Um, Medvedev, who is an ally of President Putin, forecast that Russia would be victorious, that some kind of loose agreement would eventually end the fighting. He said, um, victory will be achieved. We all want it to happen as soon as possible, and the day will come. He also predicted that tough negotiations with Ukraine and the West would follow that and would culminate in some type of agreement. But he said that's why it's so important to achieve all the goals of the special military operation to push back the borders that threaten our country as far as possible, even if they are the borders of Poland. You've got to be kidding me that he said that. I mean, that is so outrageous. Poor Poland. Let's talk about the history of that poor country that has, I mean, they were like a ping pong ball between Germany and the Soviet Union for all of World War II. Look at what happened. Look at how many people were killed. Look at how wonderful they've been with their open arms welcoming Ukrainian refugees. And now Medvedev says this. On where was he? Telegram? He said it was Telegraph. Well, or telegram. Telegram. Oh, Telegram. That's like, we use that for our family chat conversation. Yeah, exactly. Wait, so this guy, yeah. he's on you, Telegram. You want to talk to him later? <laughs> Number two, speaking of Russia. Australia, John, has quietly expelled a large Russian spy ring whose members were posing as diplomats, a newspaper reports today, after Australia's main security agency revealed the major counter-espionage success. They found this spy ring comprised purported embassy and consular staff, as well as other operatives using deep cover identities, according to the Sydney Morning Herald. Um... The Secretary General, Mike Burgess, described the network as a hive of spies because it was bigger and more dangerous than a nest of spies previously disrupted. 
Um, it's obvious to us, they said, that spies were highly trained because they used sophisticated tradecraft to disguise mm. their activities. The Russian embassy in Australia did not respond to a request for comment from ABC News. You don't think of Aussies as spies, you? don't, do you? no. Right? No. That's why I thought it was an interesting story. That's why yeah. I made it number two, John. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Number three, as allies around the world rally to support Ukraine as it marks one year, a group of diplomats in London showed their support, John, in an unusual way. They swam in a Hyde Park lake. Estonia's ambassador to the UK, Viljar Luby, invited his colleagues and countrymen to take a swim in Hyde Park Serpentine Lake to honor Ukraine's perseverance in the face of Russian aggression. Dozens of people stripped down to their bathing suits first thing this morning as the temperature hit 37 degrees Fahrenheit. Luby said, for centuries, we Estonians believe that taking a dip in freezing water improves your health and also builds resilience. So this is all about resilience, which we all need. Yes or no for doing that? No, okay. absolutely. All I mean, right. It can't be. It's not healthy. How can it be healthy? I can't imagine it could no. be healthy. And number four, a bill introduced in the Florida legislature would make it illegal for what? Four dogs to stick their heads out of car windows. Oh. And that's your top four at four. Right. I, I, does it make you anxious? To have to, what, to see car dogs with their heads out? Yeah. No, I like it because mm. I love how happy they look. One time when I was a kid, I was in college and oh, this, I borrowed. Is this going to be a horrible story? No, actually, it's it has a moment of uh, you know, what I was borrowing my roommate's car and my Iris Setter Bernie was in the front seat with me, and I was wanting to do. I was going a little quick around a bend, and the old Bern flew out the window. <gasps> no, he did. Mm-hmm. He rolled a couple of times, then he got up and ran. And I pulled over quickly, and I ran after him. Hey, burn, burn, burn. And, of course, he was, like, panicked. Like, what the heck just happened to me? Like the little astronaut Bernie. Uh, he was fine. So here, here's me being anti-dog out the window. I just learned from my experience. Okay, well, that's that's probably that's a, a good point. Right. Florida State Senator Lauren Book, uh, a Democrat, proposed the change in a larger animal welfare bill, John, that also seeks to ban the decline of cats. Create a registry of animal abusers and limit cosmetic testing on animals, which I'm all in favor of. But how do you tell a dog they can't put their head out the window? Scroll the window up. Yeah, but that. Scroll the window up. So we're not going to have. So dogs aren't allowed to have any fun either. Nobody? 101.5 WORD. Pittsburgh's favorite Christian music is here on the weekend. With the best new music. New New music. New music from Jason Crabb. Good morning, Mercy. Good morning, Mercy. Jesus Can by Austin French. And Cornerstone from Toby Mac. Celebrating 20 years of bringing Pittsburgh's favorites and the best new music. 101.5 WORD. On the weekend. Tens of thousands affected by the toxic water at Camp Lejeune are left with death, cancer, Parkinson's, dementia, birth defects, and other serious illnesses. And along with the harm, so many worries. My family drank the Camp Lejeune water. What if our health gets worse and we need more financial help? How do I protect my VA benefits and get the compensation I deserve and need? The answer is simple. Call James Harris Law, the experienced, trusted law firm that can get you significant compensation while protecting all your VA benefits. We're already fighting for hundreds of Marines, families, and civilians who drank Camp Lejeune water. But if you miss the deadline... You could forever lose your right to the justice you deserve. So call our Camp Lejeune Legal Helpline now. Now may be your last chance to receive full compensation. Don't delay. 
Call 800-299-7878. That's 800-299-7878. 800-299-7878. In 1966, Time Magazine asked, Is God dead? Now best-selling author Eric Metaxas takes that famous question and turns it around when he asks, Is Atheism Dead? In his bestseller titled, Is Atheism Dead? Metaxas offers a provocative answer as he shows atheism to be not only implausible and intellectually sloppy, but also demonstrably ridiculous. Get your copy of Is Atheism Dead? Available now at Amazon.com and wherever books are sold. Studies show decades of increased taxpayer spending per student has failed to improve educational performance. Can't we do better? Pittsburgh's Christian schools say we can. Right now, local Christian schools are offering half-price tuitions for first-time enrollees, like Rama Christian School in Moon. If you're looking for a safe environment for kids to learn where character matters and academic excellence is served by highly qualified teachers, consider Christian education. Visit wordfm.com slash tuitions. America is giving away its inventions and technology to China. The Chinese Communist Party intends to surpass us and to be the world leader in innovative technology. The shocking new movie, Innovation Race, exposes the potential Chinese takeover of 5G and the Internet, threatening America's economic and military security. Dominating technology means you dominate the world itself. Watch the movie, Innovation Race, now on demand or DVD at SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. You may have heard about the Hayes Eagles. They are the most prolific, as far as births, in 150 years here in the city of Pittsburgh. We've read about them. Very successful maters. We don't know anything about No, this is all just us reading. So we invited the experts from the Audubon Society. Jim Bonner's with us. He's the executive director of the Audubon Society of Western Pennsylvania, here to talk to us about birds. Hey, Jim, thanks for coming along. Hey, my pleasure, John. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, we're so happy that you could come and remedy our ignorance. Uh, Tell us, give us the primer on Hayes bald eagles. What do you know that we don't? Ooh, there's an interesting uh, lead-in to a question. What do I know that you don't? Um, well, I probably know a lot of things you do. First of all, bald eagles were uh, nearly um, wiped out completely in our area as recently of about 30 years or so ago. Um, they were one of the, the birds that were impacted uh, severely by DDT, um, the chemical that uh, weakened their eggshells. Mm. And so the, the numbers in Pennsylvania dropped down to only uh, just a couple of birds uh, nesting. In fact, it was that way through most of the lower 48 states. Uh, but after uh, getting that, that chemical out of the system and um, certainly around this area with our waterways improving, uh, they've moved back in. And we've had bald eagles in Pennsylvania for tw- or in uh, the Pittsburgh area for 20 or 30 years, but they weren't nesting. Mm. We'd have them here in winter. Uh, they'd spend uh, time along the rivers, uh, mainly because the water stayed open. Uh, because of the dams and moving water, uh, they were able to fish and hunt here. So we had birds visiting us from upstate New York and Canada and other places where it would freeze over in winter. Uh, but a few of them seemed to like the area, decided to stay, set up shop, uh, and began nesting. Fabulous. And the Hayes bald eagles um, were the second one in Allegheny County. The first one were along the Ohio down uh, near the community of Crescent. 
And then a year later, the uh, a pair got uh, started in Hayes. Uh, they have been uh, what we call the high drama birds. Uh, they've had just about everything happen to them uh, from uh, a couple of nest collapses. Uh, they've actually had a tree completely fall out from underneath them in a windstorm. Uh, they've had uh, raccoons climb up into the nest. Wow. Uh, last year, there was a squirrel nesting in part of the nest that was, I, you know, I swear, I'm making a, I don't know, teasing them throughout the whole season. <laughs> uh, but but despite all that, they they've been very very successful and they've raised a number of young. Um, and this year, they're sitting on two eggs. Wow. So, Jim, the technology is such that there's a camera that anyone can see on YouTube or whatnot, the progress of these eggs and the, 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 the interaction of the eagles, you know, anytime they want to. Yeah. Yeah. We work uh, with a, an organization called PixCams and uh, our good partners there, and they have done a phenomenal job um, using a variety of different technology to bring this, uh, these images to us. Uh, about every year, every other year, they've been updating the camera uh, but this is a very challenging location. Uh, it sits on a fairly steep hill up above part of the south side of Pittsburgh in the Hayes section. Uh, there is no electricity, uh, so there is a small solar array and batteries up on the hillside that provide power. Uh, there is no cable or, or telephone connection, so we're using a cellular digital network to beam the uh, the signal out of there. Uh, on top of that, this is a camera that sits up pretty high in a tree on a, on a steep area. Wow. Uh, and our good friends, uh, that, that's a, a, an arborist, actually climbs up and positions the camera and makes the, the adjustments for us. He does this in the off-season, so to speak? Well, there's some rules around this. and We have to be done with anything we want to do there by around January 1st. Okay. Uh, the, the federal government has kind of blackout periods when you can do some things around bald eagles so you don't disturb them. So any of the improvements or changes we want to make, we usually do in November and December. I see. Uh, after that, if something was to go wrong with the camera, we, we don't go up and, and try to fix it or do anything because the most important thing is that the birds are successful. Jim Bonner's with us, Executive Director of the Audubon Society of Western PA. We'll talk, we're talking about the Hayes Bald Eagles and their uh, two eggs. Uh, what about the relationship between mom and dad? Um, how do uh, bald eagles mate for life? Um, how do they divvy up the household chores? And where do they go? What, yeah, what, and where yeah, talk about how far away they go. Sure. Well, um, Bald eagles are considered to be monogamous. They will, you know, pair up and uh, that pair bond is very strong. It gets reinforced throughout the year. Uh, you will see them interacting. Uh, their territory kind of expands and contracts depending on the time of year. Um, you know, the, they want to ensure that they have enough food to feed their young um, and they'll tolerate other eagles or other birds around it as long as the food supply is there. So in some parts of the country, you may see bald eagles nesting very close. Other parts, they would defend an area that could be several miles in, in range uh, because they need to ensure they have, uh, you know, an ample amount of food for themselves and their young. Um, they spend a lot of time working on the nest. Uh, 
Uh, we, we jokingly refer to it as making nestorations uh, throughout <laughs> the year. And it involves bringing um, additional sticks, uh, grasses, and other materials to it. And they'll do that throughout the year. And that is part of the pair bonding. Hmm. Eagle nests are huge. Uh, they start large and keep getting bigger. They yeah. will add sticks to it year after year using the same one, which is why occasionally they fall or a tree collapses. Uh, they can weigh up to 2,000 pounds. Oh, my, the, oh my gosh. Be the size of a small car. Really? Wow. They, are, they are very huge. Um, and some of the trees they bring in, or excuse me, the limbs they bring in are, can be long. I've, I've watched some flying with, you know, sticks and limbs that are six feet in length. That's um, fabulous. Oh, my goodness. The male bird uh, of this pair is seems to be particularly keen on bringing large sticks in and working on them. Huh. Uh, you'll see him bring them in, rearrange them, place them. I mean, he, he's truly kind of the home improvements guy uh, <laughs> of the bird world and, and just keeps working on it. Uh, and after they add more sticks, they'll go back and add some grasses and other things to keep it soft. Um, because while the eggs are in there, you know, obviously they sit on them to keep them warm, but they also turn them, uh, you know, sometimes every hour or so, so that the heat is even on both sides. So, you know, the top's not warm, the bottom's cold, um, as well as, you know, inside of there, there's the developing embryo. And that needs to be moved around to make sure it develops correctly. I see. So, Jim, uh, two eggs have already hatched. Um, I, I've read that they sort of come in clumps. Uh, two are there. Maybe there may be more eggs. And can you talk about the, the span of development? I mean, the eggs are fairly new. You could expect these, uh, if all goes well, the egglets to hatch. How soon? Sure. Uh, a typical clutch size, and a clutch is, you know, considered a group of eggs, is anywhere from one to three for bald eagles. Okay. Uh, this pair has done both two and three eggs several times, um, and they have laid two so far. They're usually laid anywhere from two to three days apart. Uh, the first one was laid last Friday. There was another one at the beginning this week. And we were thinking if there would be a third egg, it would have either been yesterday or today. Okay. Um, we, we also joke a lot. They tend to do things on Friday afternoons, both <laughs> lay eggs like they did last Friday. Fabulous. They start hatching on Friday afternoons. So it's always, you know, keeping us around the office or uh, keeping the press waiting to go with, with announcements. Excellent. Um, and so, you know, they'll do that. The egg start to develop as soon as they're laid. They will sit on them to keep them warm. Uh, there are two different laying styles of birds out there. Some birds will lay eggs and begin to sit on them, and they begin to develop immediately. And they tend to hatch asynchronously. Uh, so one may hatch you know, uh, 35 days later. Another one will hatch a few more days after that. Some other birds, like ducks, will lay eggs one after a, time, a day, but not start to sit them until they've laid the last one. And that way they all hatch at the same time. Hmm. Uh, and they're easier to take care of the young if they're the kind of precocial ones that get up and start running every direction. I see. You want them to all hatch at the same time. Um, so incubation is around 35 days. Uh, so we would expect to see them starting to hatch out, um, you know, sometime in March, uh, maybe around March 24th. 
And um, after that, the development continues. They develop very, very quickly. Really? They are little biological engines that just grow very quickly, uh, take lots of food from their parents. Uh, and uh, fledging, which is when they leave the nest, is anywhere from 8 to 14 weeks. Really? Okay. okay. And do you have an opportunity to ban these eagles so you know who they are and where they come from? No, the egg banding used to be done early on during the recovery period for them because um, our, our colleagues at the Game Commission were trying to track them. They were trying to see what kind of success was having, uh, and they were at that time kind of new. Um, there was an, a large recovery program that was put in place for them. And when they reached certain milestones, uh, they determined that it was no longer as valuable to ban them. So none of the ones from uh, this pair have ever been banded. Uh, so we really can't track you know, their progress or know what direction they go. Uh, there is some inherent risk in the banding. Uh, and so the scientists kind of have a, a risk reward calculus I see. and they've decided it's the, the information gathered would not be worth the risk of banding them. Interesting. Mm. All right. Last question for you, Jim. Um, how long do bald eagles live uh, and how long will this pair continue to produce eggs? Yeah, well, that's a that's a great question that, you know, I can't give a good answer to in that, um, first of all, birds tend to stay reproductive their entire life. Uh, they don't really go into, you know, their equivalent of a, of a menopausal state or non-reproductive. Uh, so they will continue to reproduce as long as they are around. Uh, it would not be unusual for them to be doing this for another 10 years or more. Really? Uh, there have been bald eagles that have lived for 40 years. Really? Um, it's obviously in captivity, they can live uh, fairly long and much longer. Uh, in the wild, there you know there are just natural hazards that could come up, uh, whether it's disease or injury or something. Sure. So you wouldn't expect quite that much in the wild. Uh, but they are now at least 16 years old. Hmm. Uh, they do not become reproductive or get their bright, right white head until they're about five years old. So we can kind of have a good estimate because the first year, um, both of their head colors were still a little bit patchy. So we knew they were about four to five years of age at that time. Uh, so we know that they're 16, and our, our fingers are crossed that they'll continue to do this for many more years. That is oh, so exciting. Uh, really wonderful. And Jim, uh, just again, for our, for our viewers or our listeners, the, uh, the camera is where? You can find the camera where? You can go out to our website at aswp.org, and you'll find links there as to it. If you want to go directly, uh, you can just Google ASWP and uh, Hayes eagles and you'll get there directly fabulous hey jim thanks a lot mm. i mean really really appreciate this super you gave interesting. us a, a wealth of information here uh, we really enjoyed knowing about the hayes eagles because we think about it and you at the audubon society kudos to you and the the advocacy and the work that you do for all the uh the fish and the fowl the all the mm. birds of the air thanks so much great my pleasure thanks so much having on maybe we can talk again when they're ready to leave the nest we'd love to we'd do love that it. welcome to come back great. thanks, thanks jim. jim all right take care Jim Bonner from the Audubon Society. We're fortunate to have people who love the birds of the air and uh, adv are acting as advocates for them. And uh, go check out the eagles yourself on the, uh, the webcam. Okay, we'll take a break. We come back. Uh, what's up next here? Yeah, this or that. Oh, this or that. That's straight ahead. Okay, this is the ride home, the Friday edition, Pittsburgh's Christian Talk on 101.5 Word FM. That's W-O-R-D.
do you remember what was kept in a spring house? If you're an old timer, you know that a spring house was used for storing fresh cold milk. In 84 Pennsylvania, we have another kind of spring house. Our spring house is an old-fashioned country store filled with all kinds of old-time gifts, great country foods, and you guessed it, fresh cold milk. You see, the spring house in 84 is also a dairy farm where we milk our own cows, pasteurize and homogenize the milk, and sell it all through the store. We've had people tell us it has to be some special kind of gourmet milk. We don't add anything to the cow's diet or to the milk. It's just nature's purest, most perfect food, and we love the way our customers love it. We also make a chocolate milk you would think is a chocolate shake, an old-fashioned buttermilk that people drive miles to get, and a 40% heavy cream that's wonderful for luscious desserts. Our 2% and our skim are the greatest sellers. Come and try some Springhouse milk at the Springhouse in 84. We're entering a time of increasing hostility against people of faith, a time when Christians are going to be tested on a moral and physical and financial basis, unlike any other time in our lifetime. I'm Lance Wallnow, Christian author, evangelical leader, here to remind you that you have to take action to protect and steward what God has given you. For example, record high inflation is going to continue to eat away at the dollar, and the savings of your retirement account is in danger. Fortunately, God does provide a way to protect your retirement. I recommend diversifying your 401k or IRA out of paper and into physical gold. And the best way to do that is with a gold IRA from Birch Gold Group. Now, to see how it works, just text the word FAITH to 989898. That'll give you access to a free info kit on gold IRAs. There are no strings attached, so text FAITH, F-A-I-T-H, to 989898 right now, and I pray your family is blessed with peace of mind because you took action. America is giving away its inventions of technology to China. The Chinese Communist Party intends to surpass us and to be the world leader in innovative technology. This shocking new movie, Innovation Race, exposes the potential Chinese takeover of 5G and the Internet, threatening America's economic and military security. Dominating technology means you dominate the world itself. Watch the movie, Innovation Race, now on demand or DVD at SalemNow.com. SalemNow. Listen on your smart speaker at wordfm.com, the Word FM app, iHeart, TuneIn, and on Odyssey. In your car or at home, too, at 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. It only takes a minute to find out if you may have prediabetes. And you can do it at doihaveprediabetes.org. But you're probably not going to, are you? Kids, work, listening to the radio. You're busy, which is great because busy people can't get prediabetes. Oh, my. I read that wrong. <laughs> they can. Should have worn my glasses. So visit doihaveprediabetes.org and take a short test because prediabetes can be reversed. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its prediabetes awareness partners. Mostly cloudy skies expected for tonight will reach a nighttime low of 23. Partly sunny tomorrow, tomorrow's high 45. Partly cloudy tomorrow night with a low of 28. Sunday, partly sunny skies. It'll be breezy. We'll reach a high Sunday of 53. Monday, periods of rain. A breezy afternoon. We'll reach a high Monday of 52. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. It's time now for This or That. Oh, yeah. It's our weekly dive into the ridiculousness. I've got a list. Kath mm-hmm. has a list. Yep. This one or that one. Mm-hmm. All right, Kath. I'm ready, John. Because I never do lists of a certain thread. Like themes. 
This is the theme. Is it a theme? Mm-hmm. How exciting, First time John. Mm-hmm. Because it's a short month, yes. February, and because it's been a short winter, Very. I give you the list of shorts. Okay. Mm-hmm. Short stack, short order. Uh, um, I like a short stack. Short story, short bread. Oh, they're both very, very good. Now, hold on. I'm going to go shortbread. A nap, a sneeze. <laughs> well, I think most everybody would choose a nap, so mm-hmm. I'll be with them. Short-sighted. Yeah. Short-tempered. Um, well, I'd rather be, sh- well, neither one are very mm-hmm. good. I think I'd rather be short-sighted. Short-staffed, short-changed. Um, short-changed. Short-staffed is just makes me too tense. Short-lived, short shrift. Um, short shrift. Short shorts. <laughs> mini skirt. <laughs> uh, mini skirt. Short. Well, I'll get mini skirt. Shortcut. Mm. Short end of the stick. Um. Oh, who doesn't love a shortcut? Short of breath. Short ribs. I don't like short ribs. It's too much of a mess. So you want to be short of breath? I'll take short of breath. Short-term disability? (laughs) Short-term memory loss? (laughs) I'll take short-term disability, please, for 500. Trombone shorty. Mm. Bobby short. (laughs) Definitely trombone shorty. And Tom Thumb. Yeah. Martin short. (laughs) Martin short beats Tom Thumb every time. Excellent. That was very good, John. Thank you. Pleasure. Uh, I do have a theme as well. Okay. Yesterday, a spectacularly warm day. Mm, so beautiful. Uh, then the temperature drops by 40 degrees, mm. and now it's cold again. Yeah. I mean, it's sunny, but it is it's cold. cold. Um, so it was so nice there for just a little bit of time. Anyway, so because of that, I give you the glimpse of the Good Life edition <laughs> of this or that. Very nice. Just a little tiny the glimpse. glimpse of here. Number one, John, a handmade Italian suit mm. or... A pair of Ferragamo shoes. Oh, I actually have had both. Uh, I would do off. the Italian Look how suit. He says that. You'll go with the suit. Mm, yeah. Number two. Who doesn't look good in a handmade Italian suit? I think everybody would look it, better. Of course. If yeah. Number two, uh, a Porsche 911, or Aston Martin Vantage Roaster. Ro- no. Roadster. Yes, Roadster. No, not Roaster. I'm doing the Porsche 911. Are you really? Mm, yeah. Okay, I'd do the Aston Martin there, but that's okay. Number three. A bonus day off or a payroll bonus? Oh, give me the cash. <laughs> give it to me. Okay. Uh, a good salad or a good steak? Mm. A good steak. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Number five, uh, the glimpse of the good life edition. Uh, retire to Tuscany or retire to the south of France? Oh, I'm going with the Italians. Are you? Heck yeah. Okay, see, I'm going with the French. Are you? I mean, we can visit one another. Okay, but, sure. Yeah. My castle. Uh, I just want a little place. Yeah. Just with a little place, just with, you know, I'll have, in the I'll have like a little, maybe three or four olive trees in the backyard. Fabulous. A cheese shop down the nice. way. I'll come over and have a croissant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll have some very nice French curtains. <laughs> uh, number six, linen pants or a cashmere scarf? Hmm. Uh, well, linen pants would require a, 
temperature that requires linen pants. So I'm going to go with the linen pants. Oh, because if you have the linen pants, you're already living in a nice place. (laughs) Oh, I hadn't thought of that. That's pretty good. Number seven. Blood orange, San Pellegrino. Mm. Or ginger ale with cranberry juice. Uh, I'm doing the blood orange, San Pellegrino. Isn't that delicious? delicious. Yeah. That it's is incredible. delicious. Yeah, if I was like, you know, I'd have that in my fridge. You know, all I the have time. that in my fridge for tonight. Do you though? Yep. I have one can yeah. I've left <laughs> for tonight. I'm super excited about it. Dibs, dibs. So excited. Number eight, real handmade hand tossed margarita pizza mm. or Stouffer's French bread pizza. <laughs> How could I not do the hand tossed pizza? Yeah, of course, I think you I'm have to. Kidding me, yeah. But you, we have eat, we've had eaten a lot of silver French yeah, pizza. We have. Number nine. Yes. A new cheese from the Pen Mac cheese counter mm. or fresh cod from Woolies for your very own fish sandwich. Oh, I'm doing the cod. I'm making my own. Yeah. Okay, great. Please Especially do. since it's Friday. Yeah. Uh, number 10. Creme brulee or pecan ball with hot fudge. Mm. Aren't those both excellent? I'm doing the creme brulee. Oh, uh, are you? Yeah, I'm mm. doing the pecan Come ball. I want that man. little crusty. It's a of the good life. Of, mm. uh, number 11, John. Okay. Forgiveness or permission? (laughs) Forgiveness. And number 12. This is the last one. Are you ready for it? Yes. I had a special meaning for you and for me. Reprieve or sabbatical? Oh, sabbatical times 10 to the third power. That's a good list. 101.5 WORD. You're listening now, so we know you're a fan of the radio station. I am a big fan. And we want you to know that we appreciate you. I am your number one fan. That's why we've developed the Word FM Fan Club. It's free to join, and once you do, you can take part in exclusive surveys and contests. Yeah, I love contests. Special offers. Great giveaways. Discounts. Freebies. I'd like to win one of these contests. Become a member today. Go to wordfm.com slash fan club and sign up. We're big fans. This is an important notice to consumers facing $10,000 or more in credit card debt, medical bills, or other unsecured debt. You may not be required to pay it all back because there are special programs now in effect that will significantly reduce the amount you will owe if you qualify. This is not bankruptcy or a debt consolidation loan. These programs, which the credit card companies like to keep secret, exist to aid American consumers struggling with overwhelming credit card debt by offering tremendous savings and real debt relief. Accredited Debt Relief has established a special hotline for you to call and learn what savings you qualify for. They've helped qualify consumers with over a billion dollars in debt and are A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. So don't wait. Get the relief you need during these hard economic times. For this free information, call the Accredited Debt Relief Hotline now. Call 800-786-2300. 800-786-2300. That's 800-786-2300. Bachman's Roofing and Solar is your local award-winning roofer. Stop waiting. It's time to inspect your roof and protect your home's number one asset. With no interest and no payment financing for 12 months, Bachman's Roofing is your easy choice for roofing, gutters, and solar. Did you know Bachman's Roofing is one of the number one GAF solar integrated roofing installers in the USA? Go with Bachman's. Go with solar and install the roof that pays for itself. Call 412-744-8390 or visit bachmansroofing.com. Studies show decades of increased taxpayer spending per student has failed to improve educational performance. Can't we do better? Pittsburgh's Christian schools say we can. If you're looking for a safe environment for kids to learn, challenge, and grow, where character matters and academic excellence is served by highly qualified teachers who partner with parents, consider Christian education. Right now, local Christian schools are offering half-price tuitions for first-time enrollees while they last at wordfm.com slash tuitions. Roofing, siding, or remodeling? Want it done right, call doing it right. 724 New Roof. 
Ask Alexa to play the word Pittsburgh to hear us there. We're on your Google speaker, too. Plus, iHeart, TuneIn, and on Odyssey. 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. About one in three women will have an abortion by age 45. And nearly half of abortions are among women 24 years old or younger. This is Dr. David Stevens of the Christian Medical Association. Deciding to have an abortion has got to be the most difficult decision a woman may ever make in her lifetime. But nothing can justify the intentional taking of innocent life. Talk with your doctor about life-saving options. Last weekend, I flew for the first time since before COVID. So it had been multiple years. Three years? Yeah, since I was in an airplane. And prior to that, you know, I flew relatively frequently. So it was kind of weird to be back. In some ways, it felt like I hadn't been on a plane in forever. And then in other ways, I felt like I just did this a couple of days ago. Yeah. Um, but we wanted to do carry-on only because it's so much easier. Short trip, carry-on. Except we were in two planes that were too small and didn't have enough overhead space for bags. So you had to check them anyway. Right. Which is so annoying because you go through all this work to right. make sure that you fit your clothes and everything fit into a bag that you can carry on and then you can't carry it on. But at least you didn't have to pay. Exactly. There was no charge. Right. It did put us, however, at the baggage carousel mm. at the end. That's a dicey place. Isn't it Isn't a it? dicey place? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So in today's Yahoo News, this was uh, a conversation topic when they were discussing etiquette. According to numerous subject matter experts, John, there was a complete breakdown of decorum this summer when it comes to the luggage carousel. Mm. Remember, they said, which I didn't, the guy who crawled through the luggage carousel in Cleveland. Do you remember this guy? No. Nope, me neither. Was he injured? Yeah, he was not injured, but he was so desperate to get to his bag. He was crawling through. like dangerous. A, it's, This year hasn't been much better, according to Yahoo. Actually, it's a quote from uh, USA Today. Yahoo picked up the story. Too often, it's a rush to the claim area, followed by something close to a riot as the luggage comes off the conveyor belt. Okay, so I can't understand why people are so anxious to get their bag. I mean, I know you want to get out of there. Sure. But it's not like it's a circle. It's not like you're not going to have another chance, right? Yeah, it's going to come there hopefully eventually, unless the bag's lost. But right? it, and it's and if you miss it the first time around, it's going to come back. It's going to come back around yeah, quickly, fairly quickly. When it comes to baggage claims, says Rosalinda Randall, an etiquette and civility expert. <laughs> oh, boy. Can we get her on the show? That's a full time job, you, isn't it? Yeah, I appreciate. Holy she said, when it comes to baggage claim, there are always a few passengers who firmly position themselves directly in front of the chute, sure, ready to grab their bag like it's the their only chance. Yep. So. People are asking her questions about what's acceptable. She says, is it ever acceptable to crowd around the luggage carousel? She says, no. Just to get a direct view of what it is, you don't need to push anybody. You don't need to crowd everybody aside. And you certainly don't knock anyone to the ground, which apparently happens on a regular basis. (laughs) I'd rather stand back and watch it come towards me and then get myself ready. Rather than like up there, like salivating. Yeah. Ridiculous. That requires a little physical prowess. I think so. Is it acceptable to ask someone else to help you with your luggage? Yes. Okay. Yes. And wouldn't you be kind to help, you know, older people, the infirm? Of course. Because some people have those gigantic bags and they're little teeny weenies. I have oftentimes asked someone to grab my bag. Mm -hmm. 
I really have. And they feel good about it. I think they do. Hey, man. I got this. Thanks. Is it okay to touch someone else's bag? Well. (laughs) It's someone else's bag. You know. Why are you touching it? Well, maybe you... It's a mistake. You think it's your bag. Maybe you're tr- Maybe the, the bags are too crowded together. And yeah, you kind of want to yeah. separate I mean, them it's not bit. like it's fine china. Maybe you want to see if it's a nice bag. No. You might want to get one like Keep it. your hands off that. But if you're just trying to make room, I mean, it's just a madness. They're all clumped together and on top of each other. So if somebody's bag gets in your way, of course you're going to okay, so get what, it out of the way. Okay, so what if someone is handling your bag? What? As long as they're not running down the you know aisle with it and out the front door, I'm okay. You don't care? No. They're not opening it up. You're not feeling like, Mm-mm, get your violated. hands off my bag? No, I could care less. No. Uh, now, when it comes to what's everybody missing about luggage etiquette, um, this is what she says. She says, "Why?" the answer that we, the question we should be asking ourselves is, why are we that anxious to be getting our bag? Because it's the end. It's the final stop. And you've lost all of your patience. And you're just done. And you want to get that bag. And then that gives you the freedom to get out the door, to mm-hmm. go hopefully to your car or to your Uber or whatnot. And it's one step closer to home. It's the final key to it all. That's all. The airline's off my back. Can I give you a tip? Sure. My personal background. This is just what I do. Um, my luggage is black. Oh, that's like, a problem. So like everybody, everybody else. else's. Do you put an identifier on it? Yes. Yeah, like what? Like uh, So I have like these little pom-pom thingies mm-hmm. and that they snap around mm-hmm. the edge of your bag. Yeah. And I get the same color for all of my bags. Yeah. So whenever I see that thing, I always know it's mine. Yeah, that's very good. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. my, that's, that's excellent. it's, it's yeah. the easiest thing you to do. You need a little something like that. Do you have an identifier? My, my luggage is green. Oh, I you hardly ever see green no. luggage. Mm-hmm. That's why I bought it. I feel good about it. Huh. I had a buddy whose full-time job was to deliver lost luggage to the owner's house. Really? That's somebody's full-time job? Full-time. I mean, that guy. I liked when they, I mean, I thought it was nice that they brought it to my house. Of course, because they lost your luggage. I know, I know they lost it. I I know. Yeah, Yeah, but he has some stories to tell. People irate, knocking on the door like, hey, I've got your luggage. People like coming out and going, giving him an earful. I'm sure like like it's his fault. He was responsible. Exactly. Like he lost their luggage. He's just driving around from place to place. Probably got, you know, 40 bags for a day that he's, you know, delivering. Mm -hmm. It's very dicey. It is dicey. It is dicey. But like, just take a deep breath. Mm. It's going to be over soon. You'll be fine. Because the bottom line is, it's a miracle. You're in a metal tube and you're flying hundreds of miles an hour halfway you know either it's halfway across the country or halfway around the world it's a miracle that when you're, you're doing on a this. plane do you ever think about that always okay when i'm on a plane i try specifically not to think about that why because you think it's you're... because it's outrageous it's terrifying yeah but i remember there was a period like mid 60s late 60s early 70s where it was common for there to be plane crashes mm. now, now it's a right. very very rare thing it is I mean, the it's odds safer, are it's safer to fly in a plane than drive a car. Right. What you'll play this audio back when I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> he said it on the radio. Oh, that'll be sweet. And John. look what happened. That'll be sweet. All right. We need to take a break. When we come back, it's National Tortilla Chip Day. How will you celebrate? What National Tortilla Chip? Yeah. Did you know? I did not. That's no. why you listen to the right album. But a Frito doesn't count, does it? Oh, it's not a tortilla chip.
If you have an IRA or 401k, please listen closely. My name is Jason Hansen. I'm a former CIA officer and New York Times bestselling author. Throughout my career, let's just say I've been in some hairy situations. And I believe right now the biggest threat facing Americans is they need to protect their wealth, which is exactly what I'm doing for my wife and six kids. And I believe the ultimate safe haven is physical gold and silver. You can protect your hard-earned retirement assets with a tax-free loophole that allows you to convert your retirement into physical gold and silver. The folks I use are Advantage Gold, and believe me, I've investigated the heck out of all types of people. Advantage Gold is the nation's highest-rated gold company. They have the best process, pricing, and service. If you want to get your free gold and silver investment kit, please contact Advantage Gold right now, and you'll see how easy it is to protect yourself with precious metals. Call 800-900-8000. That's 800-900-8000. 800-900-8000. Advantage Gold is not an investment advisor or a tax advisor. Consult with your financial advisor before investing. Call 800 900 Want next level safety ad free? Unlock advanced hyper local severe weather alerts when you subscribe to Premium Plus on the AccuWeather app. AccuWeather alerts are prompted by our expert meteorologists who monitor and analyze dangerous weather risks 24-7 to keep you and your family safer. These notifications are clear, concise, and hyper-local down to your neighborhood or street address. Download the AccuWeather app and upgrade to Premium Plus today. Train up a child in the way they should go. Well, you know the rest. It's a calling you take very seriously as a Christian parent. And Trinity Christian School in Forest Hills seeks to honor your commitment by working together with parents to prepare students who are academically sound and spiritually ready to take their place in the world through a classical approach to education that helps build a faith from which they will never depart. Trinity Christian School, one of the top K-12 schools in Allegheny County at trinitychristian.net. I'm cold. You know why you're cold? Because we need to replace our windows going to be expensive. Well, we lose money every time the wind blows. I don't want to deal with a high-pressure salesperson. Well, our neighbors used energy swing windows and doors, and they love them. Oh, they have over 500 five-star reviews. The energy swing is a complete lifetime warranty for a peace of mind guarantee. So if we replace the windows and doors with them, we'll never have to do it again. I'll make an appointment today at energyswingwindows.com. My brother-in-law died suddenly, and now my sister and her kids have to sell their home. That's why I told my husband we could not put off getting life insurance any longer. An agent offered us a 10-year, $500,000 policy for nearly $50 a month. SelectQuote found us identical coverage for only $19 a month. SelectQuote could save you more than 50% on term life insurance. For your free quote, go to SelectQuote.com. That's SelectQuote.com. Full details on example policies at SelectQuote.com slash commercials. Happy National Tortilla Chip Day. Who makes these days? Who decides it's National Tortilla Chip Day? When someone laying there at night going, yeah, February 24th should be National Tortilla. That's the ticket. Mm -hmm. I don't care who it is because I want to celebrate because I love myself a tortilla chip. Lexi, how do you feel? I love tortilla chips. John? Uh, Oh, I'm happy to have one. Okay. Now, okay, so there's all these sort of regional and local brands. Yep. But I still love myself a national brand. Yeah, me too. The lime tortilla. Oh, what, you mean the Tostitos lime? Mm, oh. Yeah. Listen. I'm going there. That is so delicious. That's like a party for me right that there. That is a party. Mm-hmm. That They are so Aren't they? good. And I've never seen them anywhere else. Only Why are they the only ones who go, these are ours? 
Well, the, what, the Dulime? Yeah. There is another brand that does Oh, lime. there is. Yes, and I wish I could remember them. They're not list. They're not on this list, but they're available at Giant Eagle in a really? brown bag. And they're de- very different. They're not nearly as salty no, as the Tostitos. They're so salty. Okay, to be honest with you, they're not as good as Tostitos, tostitos but they're probably better for you. Do you know what I mean? Like I care. I, but they're very good. I wish I could remember the name of them. <laughs> anyway, listen, the tortilla chip dates back to the 1940s really? when Rebecca Webb Carranza took misshapen tortillas, cut them into triangles, and fried them. It became an instant hit with customers at her Mexican delicatessen and tortilla factory in southwest L.A. Really? Now, fast forward to today when the Washington Post does, uh, in honor of this national holiday, their top 14 tortilla chips, oh, according to brand. Would you like to hear? Yes, please Number go. 14, mm-hmm. Trader Joe's salted tortilla chips. Mm, uh, just I just had them. had them last night. I'm kind of meh. Okay. Well, they said bland was the word on mm, there. Yeah, that's kind of how I feel. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Number 13, Whole Foods salted restaurant-style tortilla chips. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, never had never, those. I know. Restaurant-style. What does that yeah, mean? I, uh, number 12, Whole Foods organic tortilla rounds. Organic. Eleven Trader Joe's white what? tortilla What's chips. What's this? Okay, yeah, I would like. I like white Me too. better. Yeah, yeah, I like white. Uh, a tie between uh, Green Mountain Gringo tortilla chips and Mission tortilla rounds. I don't know any of those. Uh, eight is Kalidad uh, yellow corn tortilla chips. Hmm. Seven is. Now, how do you pronounce that? You know it's got to be bad when you ask me to pronounce something. It's X-O-C-H-I-T-L. You got anything for me there, Lex? Exati. Chochotl? I can't even see it. Chochitl? X-O-C-H-I-T-L. This is a delicious chip. I've had it. What? Oh, yeah. Where have you you bought these? Yeah, here in Pittsburgh. Really? Yeah, I I do think that that's a delicious chip. Unpronounceable. It's kind of like the Prince chip. Number six is late July organic sea salt. Five is Juanita's. Four on the border. Uh-huh. Which I've had before. Yeah. Eh, I think they're okay. Number three, Tostitos Original. Okay, you can't. I can't argue with Tostitos. I think the original is very, very mm-hmm. good. It's thin, crispy, nice yep. crunch to mm-hmm. it. Good flavor. Yep. Number two is Kirkland Organic, and according to them, number one is Santitas, which I don't think we have. Is Kirkland the Costco? Kirkland's yes, Costco. I think Kirkland is Costco. Right. Yeah, it that's number two. It comes in a fifty-pound bag. Does it? Of course. I'm sure it does. Of course. Right? Yeah. Now here's one that they did not mention that I feel like I want to mention is the Tostitos Cantina chip. Is that is those round? Are they round? No, they're very thin. Mm-hmm. They're extra thin. That's good. They are so good. Now they're not for dipping because they're they're, they they're can't too carry thin. The weight. They can't right. So if you want to dip, you want to go with something heartier. Yeah. But taste wise. All it is is, you know, like three or four ingredients, nice. and it's the bomb. When you dip, what uh, do you like bean dip? I don't have it often, but I I mean, I, I don't dislike bean dip. Like, you know, if you go to like, you know, the chip aisle, like Frito-Lay will sell like a, a hard I'm not going to eat that. Oh, I've eaten that. And? It's good. It's very good. Okay. Yeah. Um, How do you feel about a queso? Um, okay. Okay. Not- Lex? I love queso. Okay. How about the the green um, pico? Oh, oh pico de, de gallo. Yeah. That's mostly red, but it's Super also delicious. green. I love pico. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Um, I got some salsa con queso. Chunky. At Reina's last night. I don't like chunky. You don't like chunky? No. Too Why? much going on. It's, I like thin. Really, you like it to be pretty chopped up. Yeah. And Lexi, hot. do you have any thoughts about this? 
the chunkier the better. Yeah, me really? too. Yeah, really? I like yeah. that too. The chunk. I, I, I really like the chunk. Hmm. Though I only want some. You you uh, got me a jar of. Oh, did I ever? Somebody's From gourmet Costco's. salsa. What's it called? I don't know. Mario. Minio's Mario's gourmet salsa. That's delicious. Salsa. Costco. Yeah. Anyway, Excellent. wherever you are, enjoy National Tortilla Day. Celebrate tonight. I, and even some, right now. Some lime ones on the way home. So good. Mm-hmm. You're right. We are everywhere. On your radio at 101.5 WORDFM Pittsburgh at wordfm.com, the Word FM mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, and Odyssey. And you have a choice in your health care. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. It was February 24, 2022, when Russian military forces invaded Ukraine with the intention of toppling its government and taking over the country. However, one year to the day, things have not quite worked out the way Russian President Putin envisioned. Military affairs analyst, retired Lieutenant Colonel Robert McGinnis, says not only is Putin's prediction of a quick end to the war materialized, the end of the war is nowhere in sight. It would appear as if the Russians and the Ukrainians are preparing to mount some sort of offenses, uh, either here in the late winter or early spring, uh, that will just lead to more carnage. Meanwhile, the U.S. has announced a new round of sanctions on Russian firms, banks, manufacturers, and people. On Wall Street, stocks are sharply lower. The Dow is off 309 points. The Nasdaq down 201. This is SRN News. Just when you thought it couldn't get any better, Mike Lindell with MyPillow is launching the MyPillow 2.0. When Mike invented MyPillow, it had everything you could ever want in a pillow. Now, nearly 20 years later, he's discovered a new technology that makes it even better. The MyPillow 2.0 has the patented adjustable fill of the original MyPillow and now has a brand new fabric that is made with a temperature-regulating thread. The MyPillow 2.0 is the softest, smoothest, coolest pillow you'll ever own. Hey, this is John Hall. For my exclusive listeners, the MyPillow MyPillow 2.0 is buy one, get one free with promo code WORD. MyPillow 2.0 temperature regulating technology is 100% made in the USA and comes with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. Just go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener square to the buy one, get one free offer. Just when you thought MyPillow couldn't get any better, MyPillow 2.0 gives you the best pillow ever. Enter promo code WORD or call 800-391-0954 to get your MyPillow 2.0 now. Good Housekeeping just released its list of 65 New Year's resolutions to make you a better and happier you. They're good things, but no surprise. Not one of them includes worship. Why not resolve to get to know the Creator, the one who knows you inside and out? This is Pastor Tom Hall of First Presbyterian Church of Pittsburgh, 326th Avenue, downtown. Join us Sundays at 1045. This year, resolve to come back to church. TV news. It's a love-hate relationship. Well, let's be honest. More hate. We agree. That's why we're different. Salem News Channel has assembled the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. Home to Charlie Kirk, Hugh Hewitt, Eric Metaxas, and more. There's finally a place on TV for lovers of freedom like you. Watch anytime, on any screen, free, 24-7. Find what you're looking for at snc.tv. That's snc.tv. 
Rayma Christian School is a private school in Moon Township serving children in preschool through 8th grade. Recognized for its commitment to a biblically integrated curriculum that nurtures a Christian worldview and academic excellence, Rayma aims to develop the whole child, spiritually, physically, mentally, emotionally, and socially. Rayma is a true community of families who desire to raise up the next generation of godly leaders, also offering programs for homeschool families, accepting enrollment now for the current school year and opening soon for the 2023-24 school year. Visit RaymaChristianSchool.org. Trip to Europe. Visit all 30 Major League Baseball stadiums. Go skydiving. Okay, so you know what you want to do in retirement, but do you know how to get there? Tune in to Your Retirement Blueprint with Kurt Kenotic and Ethan Lane of Accurate Solutions Group Saturdays at 10 a.m. to get answers to your retirement planning questions. Plan today so you can do the things you've always dreamt about doing in retirement. Listen every Saturday morning at 10 to Your Retirement Blueprint with Accurate Solutions Group. Investment advisory services offered through ASG Investment Management, LLC. Mostly cloudy skies expected for tonight will reach a nighttime low of 23. Partly sunny tomorrow, tomorrow's high 45. Partly cloudy tomorrow night with a low of 28. Sunday, partly sunny skies. It'll be breezy. We'll reach a high Sunday of 53. Monday, periods of rain. A breezy afternoon. We'll reach a high Monday of 52. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Oh, fancy meeting you here. Five o'clock, actually four minutes past the five o'clock hour on a Friday afternoon. We, we have come a long way. What We should go back and look at how many things we've talked about this week. How many different subjects. Yes. Between guests and all the different... That's a big wheel, isn't it? Mm-hmm. That thing just keeps on rolling. Mm. Uh, just this week, John, we talked about the Webb Telescope. It spots a distant spiral galaxy, oh, right? Similar to ours. The, the incredible news about the Webb Telescope is that they're looking back to the very beginning, and they're surprised by what they see. The Wabash Bridge Piers sold to an anonymous buyer. Oh, I'd like to buy uh, a record 6,542 guns were intercepted at airport security. <laughs> 18, 18 a day. We talked about young adult anxiety. How did Lent develop? Mm-hmm. Um, the prolonged low tides in Venice and what they're oh. doing to that small city in oh, yeah. Italy. And the four-day workweek trial, Not about, yeah. which I think is a pretty good thing. We also talked about... Um, the Southern Baptist Church and how it's hiring an organization to help them sort out their sex abuse guide claims. posts, right? Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else? Uh, women, aging women in the workplace. Mm-hmm, what mm-hmm. does it mean uh, when someone who's what fifty years old says, "Am I useless now?" Right. I was wearing a T-shirt and you were all dressed up. Yeah, and that was upsetting to me. Um, archaeologists found a five thousand year old tavern. We talked oh, about that. seven rooms mm-hmm. with outdoor mm-hmm. seating and a little pit, right? Yep. We also talked yeah. about America heading toward a debt crisis. Right. Uh, the 19 most popular breakfast cereals. That's <laughs> yeah, good. Uh, and the uh, perils of the evangelical church and how it's very similar to the perils of big tech. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. How big tech and, tr- and evangelical churches tend to value uh, energetic, charismatic young leaders yes. who don't have the integrity 
or the character wherewithal to, to sustain. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That was from a guy, a pastor yeah. who's, who lives in Silicon Valley. So we he, talked about the uh, full fish fry list from the Pittsburgh area. Oh, the, the Bible of fish uh-huh. fries. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And that's just a little smattering, John. Holy moly. I didn't even prepare that. It's just okay. like just, just popped off. Oh, there. and also what about J.K. Rowling's new uh, podcast? Oh, yeah, this, yeah. The Witch Trials. I'm very interested Me in too. that. Me I, too. I really want to listen to it. Good. All right. Well, that's a heck of a lot. And uh, you want to say something? Is it too early for me to tell you? Is it too late? Tell me. Your weekend has begun. Oh, no, it is not. Here it is, fabulously. So seven minutes past the five o'clock hour. Thank you. On a Friday afternoon, and you, sir, the hoo-hoo back to you. All is right and well. It's sad because they weren't sure they wanted to clap at first. <laughs> right. And then, a little hesitant. But, yeah, sure. Nothing so. worse than forced clap. No, I right? know. It's like, embarrassing. Oh, yeah, okay. Okay, I saw this story about uh, pay increases. Uh, what, you got a pay increase. What, you got a raise. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, what? I did. I don't know what happened to what you. What the heck? Uh, no, this is in USA Today. The last decade, mm. the five positions, the five careers that got the biggest uh, salary increase and the five careers that got the smallest salary increase. <laughs> Where did this come from? This is from USA Today. Okay. Yeah, okay. I'd be very curious about this. Posted in today's edition. Um, what would you like to hear first? Well, this is the last decade or the last five years? Last decade. Decade. Mm-hmm. There's a lot went Five on occupations decade. with the sharpest pay right. increase or the slowest? Let's start with increase. the bad news first. Okay. The bad news first. Yeah. Okay. So at the bottom of the list, we have dentist. Really? Mm-hmm. Dentists? Yeah, their pay increase was just 5.3%. Mm. And so average inflation adjusted was negative 23. Negative 23%. Mm-hmm. Are broadcasters on that list? Nope. They're not. But actor is. <laughs> really? Yep. Average uh, inflation adjusted change, negative uh, 19.9. Mm. Mm. I think the union would have kept up with that. Uh, architect. Really? Average inflation adjusted, negative 17%. Mm. And lawyer. Lawyers. Uh-huh. Average inflation adjusted, negative 16%. Really? And pharmacist. What? Average inflation adjusted change, 16.4. You think that negative law- 16.4. lawyers, architects, uh, dentists, okay. all these people okay. will be on the now, top of the, the list. Okay, now here's the thing. They make a lot of money. Yeah. So if well, we're average salary for pharmacist, 125. Okay. Lawyer, 148. Mm-hmm. Architect, 89 and a half. Not... Actor, 65. Huh. Dentist, 167. All right. Okay. Send your kid to dental school. You want to go to the top of the list? Yeah. Who's doing really well? Okay. These the are the people years. that are doing really, really well. I'll okay. start at five and go to one. All right. Thank you. Number five, and you're going to be sorry you, you uh, left this behind. <laughs> Bartender. <laughs> Get out. Yep. Bartender, average pay increase, 42%. No kidding. 42%. Average salary, though, still only 31.7. Oh, yeah. That's not... But we're talking about rate of increase. Right. Okay? So That's a rough job. Anybody who's a bartender makes their living as a bartender. Seriously. You need a, a therapist on call because you are the therapist more often than of not. Of course. I can't imagine. I mean, people that walk in there, holy... I cannot oh. imagine. Number four, farmer. Farmers are average doing good. Average pay increase, yes. 44%. Excellent. Which is terrific. However, the average salary mm. is less than bartender. What? 31795 Really? Yeah. My wife comes from a farming salary. family. Those people out in South Dakota and Missouri, they're doing pretty good out there. So average pay increase is good. Okay, yeah. Maybe it'll, maybe it'll, it'll show some good to things the dentists. in the future. Uh, number three, software developer. Hmm. Average salary 
120,000. Very nice. Average inflation adjusted increase is six and a half. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pay, but the average pay increase prior to the not last decade, 46 and a half. Okay. Now, number two is I laughed out loud. Dancer. <laughs> dancer? Dancer. Average pay increase is 48%. What kind of a dancer? Well, that is a catch all. Well, they're, oh, oh, they're like they're doing like a uh, Mexican dancer. Yeah, it looks like, yeah, really? it's like a, an ethnic thing. What's the average pay for a dancer? Uh, 50000 Whoa. 939 Who would have thought? I don't know. Now, you the, would think like a ballerina, like in the New York City Ballet. That's a prestigious position. Yes. They're making a lot more than 50000 Yeah, grand. and they're all federally funded. Yeah. So that has to be a lot of cash. Yeah. Number one, biggest rate of increase? Yeah. Airline pilot. Oh, really? Airline pilot average pay increase seventy one point nine percent over the last decade. Breaking it. Can you believe Break. that? What's their average pay? One ninety eight. Mm, yeah. Which, when you're sitting in the chair, uh, you, you're happy to have. Who's going to complain about your rate of pay? Remember Tracy? Yeah. I was happy that Tracy got her one ninety eight. Right. Hey, you're making too much money. Okay, you come up here and land this thing. There was a shortage of pilots after many retired or took buyouts early in the pandemic. So they're paying top dollar for the people that fly our planes. Excellent. Very good. Well, thank you, pilots. Yeah. And dancers. (laughs) Isn't that weird? (laughs) I like it. How can you have... Anyway, coming up next, uh, Paul J. McNulty. He's the president of Grove City College. Here's the question for today. Yeah. A liberal arts education, does it matter anymore? I mean, do you have to train as a software engineer, as a pilot, as a plumber? Can you just major be well-rounded? Can you be well-rounded? 101.5 WORD. Okay, everybody in the car. Where are we going, Daddy? On an adventure. Yay! Adventures in Odyssey. It's not just a kid's show. It's a show the whole family can enjoy. Listen on this station. Adventures in Odyssey, tonight at 8 on 101.5 Word FM, W-O-R-D. Hey, no matter what you think about the groundhog, it appears that he may have been wrong because it feels like spring is just about here. With that in mind, it'd be a great time to take your family or your group down to the spring house for their farm tours. Here to talk to us about that is Marsha from the spring house. Hey, Marsh. Hi, how are you guys today? We're well, Marsh. And listen, I've taken probably five different farm tours when I've been there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so much fun. I always go back and do it again. Wait, is this the guy? Who, are you like milking cows? You can. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can see if there's yeah. a, baby, a, baby, a baby calf's been born. You can see that. You can see like the way yeah. the farm's set up. You can see where the cows graze and where mm. they where they sleep, how they're milked, all that sort of thing. It's super fun. Um, I don't know, Marsha. Are there other things that I don't remember about it? No, you're doing great. You don't need me. I want to go. <laughs> well, you know, it's great. No, exactly I, I took right. my I took my parents. I think the first time I was at the spring house, um, oh, yeah? and then I've taken my kids. You know, every year that they were growing up, and it's just a really fun yeah. thing. I mean, especially for little kids who are just used to getting their milk out of a carton in the grocery store. It's a really yeah, good exactly. thing to like. This is what happens. Exactly. I mean, I have said on farm tours. Where's your milk come from? The mm. grocery store. <laughs> like, well, today you're going to see where it really comes from. <laughs> and that's pretty neat because, um, you know, just to be exposed to the farm. Milk a cow, feed a calf, and like you said, tough visit all 130 cows at the barnyard bunk and um, and um, then come over here and enjoy the slide over here and just have a fun day. But 
Tara is, um, she's the gal in charge of the farm tours, and she already has a lot of spots filled. So if there's some teachers or some Boy Scout leaders or any of those kind of things out there that would like to book a farm, farm tour, they can email her at stringhousefarmtour, singular, at gmail.com. Very and nice. And she will get them all set up. They can mention, anybody can mention, like, what kind of date you're interested in. We'll see if there's room on that date. And be really fun to have everybody who wants to come. Outstanding. It would answer that question. Where does your milk come from for all of us city slickers? Springhouse Farm Tour <laughs> at gmail.com. Thanks, Marsh. China is attacking the U.S. patent system, stealing American innovations, and we are helping them do it. The Chinese Communist Party intends to surpass us and to be the world leader in innovative technology. Innovation Race, the shocking new movie from the Tea Party Patriots, exposes the truth. China will use our own technology to threaten our economic and military security. Dominating technology means you dominate the world itself. This is a race that we cannot afford to lose because we're not going to have a country. If China gains control over 5G technology with a flip of a switch, they could remotely turn off our phones, our cars, even our power grid. We've lost sight of what it is to protect this nation. We need to up our game. In today's high-tech world, there's no prize for second place. Watch Innovation Race. Available now on demand or DVD at SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Marketing your business is hard. It's so competitive, and getting new customers is as hard as keeping your existing ones. We know it because we're a local business, too. So when it comes to marketing your business and getting new customers, we know how to do it. Our digital marketing firm, Salem Surround, is built to create customized solutions to your business, not your competitors, just you. Reach out to us at SalemSurround.com, and we'll work with you to create those solutions solutions that will increase your business and bring you new customers. SalemSurround.com. A liberal arts education. Now, some people would say, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I mean, you would be well-rounded. You'd come out of college with a, a variety of different viewpoints, a deep dive into the classics. You, you know a lot of different things. Other people will say, no, 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 do not get a liberal arts education. You need, in this day and age, a specialized education. That's where the money will be. Well, does that make sense? What do you think about a liberal arts education? Well, Paul McNulty is with us, hopefully, to answer that question. Paul McNulty is the ninth president of Grove City College. Prior to returning to his alma mater, Grove City, Paul McNulty spent 30 years in Washington, D.C. as an attorney in public service and private practice before being appointed to the position of Deputy Attorney General, the second in command at the United States Department of Justice. And Paul's back with us. Hey, Paul, how you doing? Hi. Hi, John. It's good to be with you. Thank you. So I was I have a liberal arts education um, in my undergrad, and then I went back uh, to school for something specialized. Uh, John, you have a degree in theater, right? (laughs) (laughs) I studied the classics. Sure, you did. Um, Paul, what did you major in Grove City? History, Kathy. Okay. All right. So, um, but, you know, things have changed since we were in school. And now all the conversation is, you know, I'm training as a mechanical engineer. I'm training as a software designer. I'm training as a nurse. I'm training, you know, whatever it is. Um, So is there still value? I mean, from your perspective, you're immersed in academia. It's your job. Still value in a liberal arts education? Absolutely. I think it's important to define terms, right? I think that Schools might um, describe themselves as having 
a liberal arts program or curriculum, but uh, in reality, it may be much more about getting, um, you know, a degree for a successful uh, career path, which is great, um, and pretty light on the humanities and other, um, you know, aspects of a classic liberal arts education. So it's important for families, for uh, prospective students to look at those details when thinking about what kind of education will a particular school offer. Um, for example, at Grove City College, we have a 44 credit hour requirement for all students. A, we call it the general education requirement that includes a humanities core of 15 credits within that 44. And regardless of what your major might be, whether it's history or um, engineering, uh, you're still going to get exposed to the greatest ideas in, in history. Um, you're going to get broadly educated so that as you leave school and go into the world, you know, you're more equipped yeah. as a human being to uh, be successful in addition to knowing a particular discipline. Yeah. And Paul, I think that that's the key thing. You said broadly educated, right? So you have a fairly good handle on a lot of different things. Now, when you graduated from Grove City with a history degree, was your mind already set on law school? It was. I, I think I had, you know, entered even at the um, my freshman year with with that in mind. There were times when I was a little more excited about it than others. But, you know, I went for something that I had a personal passion for, which is helpful when you're learning to really okay. want to, um, you know, pursue it. Um, but I also knew that I was faced with additional studies, and I was looking for a foundation with a lot of writing, a lot of you know, uh, comprehension requirements that I thought would translate well in uh, legal studies. I see. So then I wonder for those students who say, I, I am going to receive a liberal arts education. Is it a stepping stone? The majority of students would say it's a stepping stone to something greater. Right. And this is the, the, one of the debates today is, um, does it require, does a particular field of study require graduate school in order to be able to find a job in a field or are you immediately ready for employment? So the quote-unquote professional degrees tend to be accounting, business, um, education, engineering, where jobs are immediately available. Other degrees, history being one of them, um, typically require um, more education. Um, but either way, I mean, the real question is what kind of education? And is it um, transactional, focused on um, just securing a job and um, making a good living, or is there more of an emphasis on living a good life mm -hmm. and and all that goes into that? And I think that the, we're in a moment right now where there's a lot of concern about the return on investment, about whether or not this sort of familiar model of going off to school for four, five, six years, and all that it costs, yeah. and some of the things that are being promoted in schools, frankly, pretty widespread, sort of deconstruction of values, whether that model is running out of steam. And, and I think it may be. And I think that there is going to be more interest in looking at what do these years and all of this expense really accomplish and, and an underscoring of the importance of, you know, the liberating arts, preparing people to go into this world uh, to support uh, the values of our country, uh, the strength of community, and to have sort of a set of skills that really 
um, succeeds in, in many different environments. We're talking to Paul McNulty. He's the ninth president of Grove City College. Um, Paul, as you know, um, I have a couple daughters, and uh, my youngest daughter grew up with um, a, a group of kids that I've known since they were, I don't know, in seventh or eighth grade. And um, so they spent a lot of time in my house when they were growing up. They never paid any attention to my house in particular or what was on the walls. But when they came home for Christmas this year, they're all in their senior year of college. They'd all taken an art history class. And instantly, they came into my house and they were like, now wait, now what is that hanging over there? And an what awareness. is that? Mm-hmm. Anyway, it ended up to be, I mean, it sounds weird, but it ended up to be one of the biggest uh, conversation points of our night. My husband and I talking about, you know, art, what we know about it, which is very, very limited. They're talking about how this class that they took completely changed. They didn't know anything about art. They never even noticed it. All of a sudden, this whole new world has opened up for them, and they're thinking, oh, boy, when I get my first job, I'm going to start saving money for art. Right. Now, so that's mm. just one little thing about a liberal arts education. And they're not going to work in the art fields, probably. No, they're not. They're both going to be engineers. But that's just one little glimpse, Paul, into how you can mm-hmm. change when you learn something that you never knew anything about. Absolutely. I mean, that's the history of a liberal arts education. It's it's liberating someone from ignorance. And it was a privilege, going back centuries, a privilege to be able to enjoy the sort of um, freedom and, and the benefits of gaining knowledge and then being able to um, live a more expansive life uh, to understand uh, the good, the true, the beautiful, uh, and then strengthens democracy uh, in our own nation's history because we have informed citizens who understand the foundations of freedom, and we, I can go on and on about all these benefits. Now, I'd be quick to add that as great as it is to appreciate art, I'm also um, one who would promote that in a Christ-centered context. Mm-hmm. And so I think that the liberal arts combined with um, a mission that generally we speak of as faith-based, but really in Grove City we call it Christ-centered, then is uh, it's one that cultivates moral virtue um, in addition to this appreciation for God's creation generally and, and the beauty and the wonder of, of ideas and, and, uh, and all aspects of, of the humanities. Well, that's the ideal combination, right? I mean, because mm-hmm. I, I just believe that's how God intended that we would live in this incredible planet, is that we would be, uh, we would be, we're obviously ignorant about a ton of things, but that we would be open-minded and curious about curious. his incredible mm-hmm. creation. And that is, that's just the essence to me of a liberal arts education. Yeah, and I think that model is going to grow in appreciation among at least a segment of our community or our, should say, our population, because... Um, I, again, going back to the point that I, I think there's disappointment and concern about waste of the time. There's uh, the workforce is in need, and and um, employers are starting to reduce qualifications to get people to essentially bypass a four-year degree. Think about getting credentials, getting out and working, and um, a certain segment of of the society is going to say, "But are you equipped?" for all that life brings, and will you be able to excel beyond a particular field of competency? And I think that um, schools that emphasize 
um, a values-focused liberal arts education that still equips people for work will be um, appreciated by at least uh, a segment, but hopefully a growing segment of uh, families looking to, um, to find real value in education. Before you leave us, Paul, talk about, I mean, it must be such a breath of fresh air to be able to have a post-COVID academic experience uh, <laughs> in comparison right. to what you all have suffered over these last years. You know, it's, it's amazing to think about what we've been through. And I will say this, to, I don't mean to strike a heavier note on that, but I, I'm concerned about the students who have come through that experience as high school students yeah, and the disruption sure. that yep. they experience, right? And so now they're in college. Um, and one, on one hand, we're seeing a love for community. They're really embracing this opportunity in life because it was really disrupted in big ways at younger years. But I think we're seeing more struggles, too. And um, so, yeah, it's a long process, but it's, boy, is it way better than having to worry about keeping groups from being too large and uh, and tracking every week uh, who has uh, tested positive and how we isolate them and, and all those kinds of things, which um, seemed like it was a long stretch. We're graduating uh, in May. The class that their freshman year, um, it was March when we had to send them home. Wow. And so this this um, that's how time passes. They're uh, they're um, they're now seniors and uh uh, their freshman year was sort of uh, two thirds of the year, and uh, ended up being online at the end of it. But um, they appreciate that, and I think that's wonderful to celebrate with them. Fabulous! Well, congratulations on staying the course yep. and coming out stronger <laughs> the other end, Paul. Yep. Job well done. Thank you. It's good talking to both of you. Appreciate it to you as well, Paul McNulty, the president of Grove City College. Information about Grove City: gcc.edu. Christ Center, truly in all that they teach. Christ Centered Grove City. The notion of vocational calling assumes that there is a caller. And of course, at Grove City College, they know that the caller is the living God. At Grove City, they're committed to helping us pursue God's vision for your life and believe that you will be charged as you find the sense and purpose in the working world. That is at the core of what Grove City does. The caller is there. The faculty, the staff, the students are all involved in that calling. Mm -hmm. So when a student sees that website and reads that, I'm hoping that there's a change, that there's a difference, thinking that there's some that there's some force outside my house, my family, my school, who cares about my future, who's invested in my future. Yep. And so even if someone um, doesn't believe in God, is that a comfort to know that with all the options there are in the world, with all the places that I could go to school, with all the things that I could study, with, is there somebody who can direct me? And the faculty at Grove City College believe that God is that director. And um, I've seen through my family, faculty members who have helped my kids understand that, um, that they're listening to God. The faculty is my kids are listening to God and they're working together to pursue um, a big and bold future. The calling is yours. Grove City College, GCC.edu.
Eric was way behind on his taxes. I owed a lot of money to the IRS, almost $15,000. I tried to make payments. The IRS wasn't satisfied with Eric's efforts, so they came after him full force. They're coming to put a lien and a hold on all my income, my home, my car. I was just overwhelmed at what to do. Then Eric called Optima Tax Relief. When Optima Tax got involved, the cars would stop, the threats would stop. It was easy like... uh. One, two, three. Optima Tax Relief is A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau, and their team of expert tax professionals took care of Eric's problem. I owe 15000 and now my debt is clean. I don't owe anything. Take Eric's advice. If you have a tax problem, you need to call Optima Tax now. Call Optima Tax Relief for a free consultation. Call 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Discover the magnificence of the Mediterranean with Alistair Bay and our trusted partner, Inspiration Cruises and Tours. Nine life-changing days of powerful worship, Bible study, and history. Sign up now. DeeperFaithCruise.com. 101.5 WORDFM Pittsburgh on your smart speaker by saying play the word Pittsburgh and on your phone via the Word FM mobile app iHeart TuneIn and Odyssey Mostly cloudy skies expected for tonight will reach a nighttime low of 23 partly sunny tomorrow tomorrow's high 45 Partly cloudy tomorrow night with a low of 28. Sunday, partly sunny skies. It'll be breezy. We'll reach a high Sunday of 53. Monday, periods of rain. A breezy afternoon. We'll reach a high Monday of 52. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. More than 30 flying squirrels have found a temporary home at the Humane Animal Rescue of Pittsburgh's Wildlife Rehabilitation Center in Penn Hills. The native rodents, southern flying squirrels, were brought to the center this winter in two large groups after the squirrels' western Pennsylvania homes were no longer suitable. Now, apparently... What does that mean? This is an annual occurrence that the squirrels uh, are brought in because their food has been destroyed. Uh, acorns, nuts, uh, through whatever, um, snow plows, trucks, or whatever. Okay. Their, their habitats are no longer sustainable. So this happens on a fairly regular basis, uh, according to the Humane Society. And so there's these outdoor enclosures. They put in leaves and twigs, and then they bury the food, the nuts and whatnot, underneath these things to make them sure that they can you know, forage as they would normally do in the wild. And then come April, they're released back into the wild again. Now, these are cool. Uh, no, fly- wait. No, whoa, whoa. So people are feeding the squirrels or, they're, or they just are giving them enclosures? What is happening? The Humane Society puts them yes. in large enclosures. Okay. So that they can go out and forage for themselves. but they Inside can, the enclosures. It, okay. So they sort of recreate the environment that they're used to. Okay. Right? Now, flying squirrels, I mean, the only people like know about flying squirrels is, is why. Do you know why? Uh, the may, flying nun. No, because of Rocky the flying squirrel. Right. Oh, okay. Rocky and Bullwinkle. Okay. Now, flying squirrels aren't really flying squirrels. They're more like gliders. They have these large folds of skin under their arms, and they're able to go glide great distances from one tree to the other. Um, I've never seen one in person. Well, it's it's um, it's a good point because they're nocturnal. 
Oh. So you don't see flying squirrels. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah, unless you're out there in the middle of the night and, huh. you, have, you know, it's a full moon or whatnot. So, um, I don't know, nuts, acorns, walnuts, almonds, as well as in fruits and vegetables, even some insects. They're saying, of course, it's expensive to, to you know, have these squirrels fed properly. So the Humane Society is, of course, asking for donations for all these 31-plus flying squirrels. Interesting? Well, my question is, are we exacerbating a problem? But, like, if there, wasn't, if there, wasn't, if there wasn't food, then they would probably go somewhere where there was. No, they'd probably die. Okay. <laughs> just saying. Right. Okay. They're not going to go elsewhere. This is their home. Right. We just make it worse by messing with it. Okay. Right? That's a good point. Yeah. All right. Speaking of animals, wait, don't hit the button yet. Right. <laughs> speaking of animals, there's a story from Reuters uh, yesterday yeah. that a brown bear that was almost perfectly preserved in permafrost in the frozen wilds of eastern Siberia for, get ready, hmm. 3,500 years. Get out. What? 3,500 years was found by a bunch of reindeer herders on a desolate island in the Arctic. It has been retrieved, and scientists have already studied the animal. 3,500 years years. It still has had soft tissue on it. This was not a skeleton. This was a carcass. Wow. I mean, it's absolutely incredible. It's, it's incredible. Um, the extreme temperatures apparently helped preserve the bear's soft tissue. Um, even there was the final meal at eight was still Get in its stomach. Out. Yeah. Bird feathers and plants. The bird was five feet tall and weighed 172 pounds. Uh, it was a female bear. Uh, and I mean, they, they, like they saw the fat of the bear. They were really? able to retrieve the brain to study it. Here's what something that I found was interesting. Genetic analysis has shown that the bear does not differ in mitochondrial DNA from the modern bear yeah. from the Northeast of Russia. Oh, that's so cool. Yep. How 3,500 years old yep. and still stuff in the bear's belly. The world's oldest leftovers. I mean, that's, exactly. Right? That's incredible. That is so cool. All right, coming up next, the Week in Review. WORD. Everywhere you go, anywhere you go, Word FM goes with you. That's because we're no longer trapped inside a radio. We're now everywhere you are, and you carry us around in your pocket. We're ubiquitous. There's an app for that, right? On TuneIn, on iHeart, on our own app, on WordFM.com. The iPhone. The iPhone. The iPhone. The iPhone. On your iPad, iPhone, and Android. We're always with you because we're inside your pocket. Whatever you do, don't lose us. 101.5 WORD. Wouldn't it be great to work in a place that makes a positive impact on the people, businesses, and churches around you? That place exists. I know because I work there. My name is Cassie, and I'm the Digital Marketing Specialist with Salem Media Group in Pittsburgh. Right now, 101.5 Word FM and Salem Surround have an opening for one talented salesperson to join our team. Is that you? We'll bring the training. You just bring the talent. An understanding of digital marketing and some direct sales experience will definitely help you stand out. What are you waiting for? Take the first step to a career that is challenging, rewarding, and helps to create terrific results for our amazing customers. Join the sales team at Salem Media Group Pittsburgh. Email your resume to brad.marshall at salempittsburgh.com. That's brad.marshall at salempittsburgh.com. Salem Media Group is an equal opportunity employer. 
What if I told you you can save a baby's life for just $28? Well, it's true. Preborn is a ministry doing just that with the help of people like you by offering free ultrasound sessions to pregnant girls and women who otherwise might choose to end their pregnancy. We know that pregnant girls and women who can see their babies on ultrasound are far more likely to choose life. Your gift today can save babies' lives. Just $28 can give a mother the chance to see the truth of the baby that is growing inside her. $140 can do this for five girls and women. Whether you want to save one baby or five or hundreds, that opportunity is just a click or phone call away. Call 833-850-BABY. That's 833-850-2229. Or you can do it safe and secure online by clicking on the preborn banner at wordfm.com. South Point Telecom specializes in electronic chimes for your church or community center. Replace or upgrade your existing bells with affordable, high-fidelity musical carillons. This is Don Hoder with 30 years experience at South Point Telecom with audio, video systems, office phones, and computer cabling. Phone me now for a quick, affordable price. 412-646-6262 or go to southpointtelecom.com. Another week. That means it's time for John and Kathy's Week in Review. What was everyone talking about this week? I think people are talking about Asbury University and the incredible Holy Spirit movement that mm-hmm. happened is happening there. Mm-hmm. You think? I agree with you. Yeah. I also would say that people are talking about the one-year anniversary of Russian mm-hmm. Ukraine. Without a doubt, sure. What was a conversation that made you think? Okay, so I'm piggybacking on Asbury because at uh, 5.15 on Monday, we had uh, Pastor Kevin Gorley join us from Memorial Park Church, who was there at Asbury. And he described it. What did he say? It was kind of like being in the lazy river, Mm -hmm. right? This peaceful sort of environment of being surrounded with his love. Yep. I mean, I just loved it so much. I did too. Uh, So that was Monday at 510. Yeah. I put that down also. But then I also had to list our conversation with psychiatrist Dr. Kurt Thompson, Mm -hmm. which was Wednesday at 510. He talked about Lent and he talked about grief and healing. And it was so good. I just, both of these conversations have stuck with me so much in just my normal personal life. Um, If you didn't hear them, or there's any other portion of our program you want to hear, go back and find our podcast wherever you get your podcast. We're on 40 plus um, different platforms. Look for The Ride Home with John and Kathy. What are you reading? this was in preparation for a guest who joined us this week. I've been in reading the very slim volume of The Rule of Benedict. It's a 1,500-year-old book. And um, it, it's a book written, it really wasn't initially a book. It, it was a series of suggestions, not even rules, of how to create and then live successfully in community. Mm-hmm. And... What Benedict wrote those 1,500 years ago still holds true, of course, in many ways today. So highly recommend it. Slim, less than 100 pages, The Rule of Benedict. I'm reading the same three books I was reading last week. Uh, I'm a little over 50% of the way through Bono's book called Surrender. Mm. I'm listening to that on audio. I would highly suggest 
listening to it on audio. It's just, it's really, it's so well done. Um, I'm also reading Under the Wings of God by Cornelius Plantiga, oh. who was a guest on our show a couple weeks ago. And I'm reading this mystery, uh, Still Life, by uh, Louise Penny, my it, the, the first book in the Armand Gamache uh, detective series. Oh, that's super cool. Mm-hmm. It takes place in French Quebec. What did you eat? We had Swedish meatballs with this incredibly spicy gravy over a baked potato. Oh. Man. Talk about like a winter stick yeah. to your ribs yeah, yeah, meal. Yeah, yeah, I love that. That was it. Super delicious. I love that. Yeah, and so, uh, and there's, we have so many meatballs, they're kind of like tempting because you go in the fridge and you go, I'll just pop one of those in I'll just in have there. a little one of those. Yeah. yeah. So Swedish meatballs mm-hmm. and baked potatoes. Loved it very, very mm, much. Mm-hmm. Bring it. I had hot chicken. I was in oh. Nashville, and I ate a lot of hot chicken. And uh, it. I, I've thought of – I've just thought about it a lot since I mm-hmm. came back, sadly. I, I mean, I I could eat it right this minute. Could you replicate it, you think? No. You really couldn't? Why, no. why is that? Because I'm, I don't fry things in my house mm-hmm. because I would, first of all, probably injure myself. And B, make a mess. It is, it is messy. Yeah. But I'd go back anytime. And I wonder if there's chicken. hot chicken here in Western Pennsylvania. I bet it's not the same. No, it's New Orleans. What did you watch? Okay, I finally finished this. The six seasons oh, of Better Call Saul. <laughs> which I have been slowly binging. Now, for- now, you have said to me for the last several years... That you can't binge TV shows because you can't, you can't do it because you lose interest in them and you can't you it's don't a soap care soap opera and yeah. yeah everything turns into a soap opera. Well, you know Vince Gilligan and you know Breaking Bad. I mean those two series, Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul. To uh-huh. me, they've got to be some of the greatest television of all time. They really do. The, the storytelling is unparalleled, and the characters are so rich and so deep. At the same time, Saul and his wife Kim. They are so heinous often and so despairing in their worldview and just really unlikable people. But at the same time, it's deeply compelling. I just, I, I told okay, you. Okay, so are you, is this a recommendation? Yeah, well, uh, it's a very hesitant recommendation. Okay. I loved it. Uh, it's a, an anxious and really difficult slog but i was glad i watched it i loved it i love saul yeah and i love kim and i love breaking bad walt white but boy that's some mean stuff in there that's what i'm watching all right well what i'm watching is so much lighter than that Mm. it's so much lighter uh madam secretary came on to netflix it was i don't maybe an abc show maybe i don't know it was a network show okay taya leone uh tim daly how old she maybe i don't know eight years Madam Secretary. Yeah, she's the Secretary of State. Is this like Hillary Clinton? Kind of. Uh-huh. Yeah. Really? Kind of, except that her husband doesn't have anything to do with government. Okay. But anyway, I really like it. Really? I really like it. I like her character a lot. I like their family dynamic a lot. I really, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm really enjoying it. And it's an old network TV yeah. show that still Which holds up. Yeah, and I don't usually go for network TV. And because it's network, there's no swearing. No. Minimal violence. Yeah. Right? I mean, it's way easier. What you just went uh, through with Better Call uh, Saul, man, this is way lighter. Yep. What hacked you off? Okay, this hacks me off. So in East Palestine, mm-hmm. the train derailed, yep. and there's all these toxic chemicals. Every coconut politician, 
government official, celebrity, every coconut shows up. They have nothing to offer mm-hmm. other than their own egos mm-hmm. where they parade around and try to further their career. That's it. And meanwhile, these people, are their lives are crushed. Right. I mean, they're up to their knees in toxicity. Who knows what the future is going to hold for these people? If, if you were anywhere near that town, you'd want to just leave and never come back. I know. Because it's the great unknown. I know. You're going to hang out there with your kids. I, I, and meanwhile, these guys come in and go, thumbs up, everybody. Yeah. I mean. That hacks you off so much. I mean, it's such ego grandstanding it is. It is. for no reason and, and, at all. And seriously, the whole Buttigieg thing, and of course I picked the same item. Why do we always oh, pick the same thing we're hacked off about? This, the, the whole thing about where's Pete Buttigieg? Why hasn't he been here? Come on. You know, Secretary of Transportation. So then he shows up, and it's so stupid. Why was everyone so anxious for him to be there? He wasn't going to do anything anyway. He shows up, he doesn't do anything. And then he's just so he can make his next, you know, attempt to be president of the United States. Sorry. It's so stupid. Whether it's Pete Buttigieg or Donald Trump, Forget it's the same it. thing, right? Tax me off. What was the best news you heard this week? Winter? This is winter? I'll Seriously. take it. 72 degrees I'll yesterday? Take it. That's fabulous. I-, I could care less. I mean, this is. I know people are worried about, you know, climate change, yada, mm-hmm. yada. But uh, here in Western Pennsylvania, we're doing pretty darn I good. I love everything about mm-hmm. it. The best news I heard this week is that my youngest daughter turned 21. Oh. How did that happen? Yeah, you turn around. What is uh-huh. that about? She was just a baby. Yeah. What have you been listening to? Okay, check this out. <laughs> this is what I've been listening oh, okay. to. Okay. Isn't that beautiful? That is beautiful. It's Pink Martini and the Von Trapps. What? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Again, this is from the soundtrack of Better Call Saul. I mean, the series itself had a great soundtrack. And so a song would come on and I'd go, who is this? And they would tell me. I've been listening to this album nonstop. It's from the, uh, the album Dream a Little Dream. Wow. Pink Martini and the Von Trapps. I love it. Okay, this is what I've been listening to.
That's Corey Wong, Chris Teeley. I saw Corey Wong in Nashville uh, last week. It was so excellent. They did uh, they did the song Bluebird, which I love. So I thought that I'd play it out for you guys. I love it very much. Thanks for being along for today's ride home. Enjoy the music. China is attacking the U.S. patent system, stealing American innovations, and we are helping them do it. The Chinese Communist Party intends to surpass us and to be the world leader in innovative technology. Innovation Race, this shocking new movie from the Tea Party Patriots, exposes the truth. China will use our own technology to threaten our economic and military security. Dominating technology means you dominate the world itself. This is a race that we cannot afford to lose because we're not going to have a country. If China gains control over 5G technology with a flip of a switch, they could remotely turn off our phones, our cars, even our power grid. We've lost sight of what it is to protect this nation. We need to up our game. In today's high-tech world, there's no prize for second place. Watch Innovation Race. Available now on demand or DVD at SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Maybe you're an elder in a local congregation or a deacon wanting to serve your church more faithfully. Dr. Barry York on the Master of Theological Studies program at RPTS. The wonderful thing about the MTS degree is you can actually do it all online. So they can take the degree online and grow in that theological ability that will allow them to either teach or work more faithfully in their local congregation. Learn more about the MTS degree program and flexible online options at rpts.edu. Cable news. Noisy, out of touch, on repeat. Tired of all the lookalikes? So are we. Salem News Channel is here to change the game. Streaming 24-7, free on your TV, with the greatest collection of conservative voices. Home to Dinesh D'Souza, Andrew Wilkow, Brandon Tatum, and more. Like you, we say what's wrong and what's right. Unfiltered and unapologetic. Salem News Channel, we're the answer to the mainstream media. Learn more at snc.tv. How was your drive to school? Let me tell you. I had to get my iced coffee first. I just can't seem to put it down. My favorite rapper just announced a tour. My phone was buzzing like crazy. I'm so excited. I had to text all my friends right then to talk about it. Then someone started calling me and... Let's try that again. I turned my phone off right away. I never drive distracted. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council trip to Europe. Visit all 30 Major League Baseball stadiums. Go skydiving. Okay, so you know what you want to do in retirement, but do you know how to get there? Tune into Your Retirement Blueprint with Kurt Kenotic and Ethan Lane of Accurate Solutions Group Saturdays at 10 a.m. to get answers to your retirement planning questions. Plan today so you can do the things you've always dreamt about doing in retirement. Listen every Saturday morning at 10 to Your Retirement Blueprint with Accurate Solutions Group. Investment advisory services offered through ASG Investment Management, LLC. Things to do out and about this weekend uh, at the Benham Center. I did not know this was a thing. Beetlejuice 2. Really? Okay, so you know the movie? Yep. It stars Michael Keaton. Yep. It's a fun, odd movie for the it. time. Well, it's very interesting. So um, it's a play now. It was on Broadway. National tour launched in December, and Pittsburgh's one of the first stops. Uh, trustarts.org downtown.
Uh, also, uh, this sounds very interesting, Head to Head, a comedic debate show, complete oh, with PowerPoint presentations at Steel City Improv Theater. Um, the show peddles serious debate about less than serious subjects, such as a consideration of the relative merits of ketchup and mustard. Mm-hmm. This month's topic, yeah. does the world need even more brackets? <laughs> mm-hmm. A fine question as March Madness looms upon us. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, Carrie Underwood's in town. She is in town this Saturday evening at the PPG Paints wow. Arena. You okay. a fan? I love Carrie Underwood. Mm-hmm. Uh, tickets? I'm not a fan. I don't. I don't have any. I mean, I very much appreciate her. But She's you wouldn't care to go see her? I w- of course I would if someone gave me tickets. Yeah. Okay. If someone gave you tickets, yeah. but you wouldn't buy tickets. Uh-uh. All right. National Aviary, the last weekend for Flamingo Fest. The uh, tall pink birds uh, were uh, aware that winter is upon us, so this is a way to go down and celebrate Flamingo Fest. Saturday afternoon, this event, the annual event, guests are to don pink attire, pop down about the long-necked birds who take up residence in the wetland habitat at the aviary. Okay. Released, uh, received a thorough renovation. Uh, guests can also participate in a painting experience with local artist Maria DeSoman and uh, paint yourself a... a um, a flamingo. Nice. You have plans? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm having a party tomorrow night. Hey. To I'll honor. be over. Yep. What time? Uh, <laughs> what time is that? You can come. One I can other come. person is going to make like, I'm not... No, you can't come, really. I'm not invited. Yeah. 19, 19 people. 19. So it's, it's going to be a lot, but I'm not well, cooking on my own. Exactly. That's what I was yeah. thinking. Um, but listen to this, John. Um, an article in the Washington Post about how Americans, of course, spend more time working than people in a lot of other countries, right? Uh, we have fewer vacation days, uh, fewer vacation weeks. Yeah. Um, but there was a a uh, survey done, a study actually is a better word for it, at UCLA's Anderson School of Management um, that talk about how people who treat weekends like holidays, mm. right, like a vacation, actually are mentally healthier. Those who spent the weekend, like vacationers, reported more happiness, less negativity, and more satisfaction than those who approached the weekend like they always did. Weekend vacationers also spent more money in vacation mode, about $130 over the weekend versus $104 (laughs) over the weekend. Yeah, that'd be great. But it wasn't the money that brought the happiness, according to the Post. After controlling for the amount of money spent, the vacation group was still happier than Uh the control group. So it's the vacation mindset, I think, they think, that is making the difference. It's nudging us out of our constant doing mode where all of our activities are items we're just trying to check off our list. But you know, we got things to do in the weekend. I mean, I, you got laundry to do, grocery shopping to do, right? There's things that you just have to catch up with you don't have time for during the week. It'd be nice to have vacation mode, but holy heck. So what if you could do those things during the week and then really treat your weekend like vacation mode? Well, that'd be nice. But then you get to spend more cash, right? Well, it's 130 versus some 100. Cash. It's, it is. It's, it's, four, it is. it's like it 500 is. plus bucks more. It is. Out, You're right. Out of your budget? You're right. 500 bucks plus? I'm just trying to make you happy, John. Thank you. Well, right, you can make me happy sake. by inviting me to the party. That wouldn't cost me anything. Oh, just saying. Just so it's all. I'll have some. Lex, you going to the party tomorrow? Oh, for goodness sake. You going? She's saying, oh, she's, she didn't want to get on the mic. So Cass having a party. I haven't, didn't invite us. Her, her dear <laughs> and beloved co-workers 
Zippo. I'll have, di- I'll have a different party for you guys, okay? <laughs> I promise. All I want is a fish sandwich with you guys. Yeah, except, okay. okay, we're doing that next week. Yeah, we are. Next Friday, uh, it's the Ride Home Field fish Trip. Edition. But Lex is going to get a fish sandwich right now. Absolutely. Where are you headed? I'm going to Oakdale. Oakdale, nice. the volunteer fire department. Yep. Excellent. Enjoy it, Lex. Have a great weekend. That's awesome. Enjoy the fish. The Ride Home with John and Kathy. A production of Salem Media Group. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.